Welcome to Kingdom Connection with Pastor Jensen Franklin. Have you ever been in a season of your life where you can't really understand it? When you trace the line from your past to your present, it doesn't seem to tell you anything about the future. I've been there. Well, Pastor Franklin has an encouraging word for you today. Often, we forget that our life has an author, a loving father who chose to write our name into his story, and he wants to tell a fascinating story through our days, if we'll let him. And the beautiful part is, we're not in this story alone. God will speak to others on our behalf. He will encourage us and give us the direction we need at just the right time. The question is, are you listening? If you have your Bibles, I'd like for you to open them with me to the book of 1 Samuel, going to 1 Samuel chapter 9, beginning with verse 15. Now the Lord had told Samuel in his ear that day before Saul, saying, Tomorrow about this time I will send you a man from the land of Benjamin, and you shall anoint him commander over my people, king over my people Israel, that he may save my people from the hand of the Philistines. I have looked upon my people because their cry has come unto me. When Samuel saw Saul, the Lord said to him, There he is. That's the man I spoke to you about. This is the one who will reign over my people. Then Saul drew near to Samuel at the gate and said, Please tell me where the seer or the prophet's house is. And Samuel answered Saul and said, I am the prophet or the seer. Go up before me to the high place for you shall eat with me today. And tomorrow I will let you go and will tell you all that is in your heart. And by the way, verse 20, but as for your donkeys that were loose, and you've been searching for three days. Do not be anxious about them, for they have been found. And on whom is all the desire of Israel? Are you not the one? On whom is all the desire of Israel? It's a question. And on whom is all the desire of Israel is not it on you and on your father's house. So I want to talk to you today about this little story, and I want to just quickly get to where I want to go. Um, I want to preach about your own, a prophetic journey, a prophetic journey, because what happened in this story was, if you read the earlier part of the chapter, Saul's father said to the young man, Saul, I want you to go out and find the donkeys. They've broken out of the pen. They've gotten loose. I don't know where they're at. That's a big investment of our family farm. We need need to find those donkeys. And don't you come back to this house until you get those donkeys. So here goes a young man who the Bible said stood head and shoulders above anybody else in Israel. He has no clue as to what his assignment is, what God's plan is for his life. He has no clue uh, the heights that God's purpose and destiny would take him to. And he's going out because a loss has occurred. He's going out because something has happened that has created a loss in his life. He's lost something. He's lost something. And he's trying to recover what he's lost. And he's chasing donkeys. 
and they chased them and had to spend the night in tents and sleep over out in the wilderness looking for these donkeys because back then, you know, it was a big deal. It was a big deal to their family and to their farm. For three days, they searched and did not find them. And finally, in, in, uh, the man that he was with, the servant that he was with, said, hey, why don't we go? I've heard there's a prophet in the city. Why don't we go the opposite direction? Because he has the word. God shows him things. And it may be that we could ask him and offer him you know, something and get him to pray to his God. And he would tell you where the, where the donkeys are. He has that kind of gift. And, and Saul, being a young man, said, well, what do we got to lose? If we don't, we're going to have to, we never get to go home. So they go to the city. Now, what I want you to see is this. Saul is looking for something that he's lost. Some of you are looking for something that you've lost. Value, self-esteem, purpose, destiny, meaning. Why am I here? What does God want me to do with my life? He heard the seer or the prophet could give him a word that could cause him to recover what he had lost. You can recover something that you've lost. God's word is just not only for those who have it together, but I'm thankful that God has a word for people who are lost, who've lost something, who, who, are, who are confused, who don't have answers, who don't know really the direction for their life, who really don't have it all worked out. I was that person. Most people in this room at some point was that person in their life. But God really does have a plan for people who don't have it all together. God told Samuel, the prophet, now, I want you to see it. He's, he's, he's got Saul on a journey. It's a prophetic journey. Every step that he has taken is ultimately being led by God. That's why Psalms 37 is so powerful. But the steps of a righteous man are ordered of the Lord, directed of the Lord, and he delights in his way. Every step of your life, if you will let him, and quite frankly, even if you don't let him, he is still God and he's ordering your steps and your stops and your trip ups and your, and your mess ups. He's, he can still get in it and work everything according to his will and his purpose, because you're not just on a journey, you're on a prophetic journey. And, 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 and here this guy is, and he's out looking for donkeys, something as insignificant and unimportant. He's, he's got a job that is no big deal. It's not going to have much impact when your full-time job is chasing donkeys. He has no clue who he is. He has no clue the He's about to be the king of Israel, the first king of Israel that they've ever had in the history of the nation. He has no idea from the little country place that he's from, growing up with donkeys and farm animals, that God has chosen him. 
and God has put him on a prophetic journey. And it doesn't really matter what people think about you. It doesn't really matter who says you're unqualified. It doesn't really matter who is against you or who is for you. When God puts you on your journey, when you allow him to be completely in control of your life and you begin to move out, at, at he, he was just obeying it. See, before you get big spiritual direction for your life, he obeyed the earthly direction that he had. His dad said, get up, get out of your room and go after the donkeys. If you don't do that, boy, I'm gonna take my belt off and I'm gonna whip you. But, but the fact, I made that part up, but I just thought I'd throw that in there. But here's the beautiful thing, that until you can obey authority from your parents or from people that God puts in your life, don't expect the big booming voice of God that has the major assignment until you can obey the everyday things that you're supposed to do and that you're under that authority that God has put you for that season. So he just starts doing what his dad told him to do, walking down the road, looking for donkeys. He does it for three days. But what I loved about the story is at the same time, he's got Saul coming from one direction. God, the Bible said, had sensitized the ear of Samuel. Did you catch that verse? God spoke in his ear. He whispered in his ear. Oh, hallelujah. We need sensitized ears like never before. God whispered into the ear of the prophet in another city. Now about this time tomorrow, I know, I know when God speaks to me. I, it's, a, it's a ringing. It's, a, it's, a, it's something I can't shake. And I know that feeling of, of what the, when the Bible says, and God spoke into the ear of Samuel. And, and when he heard the voice, the voice said, about this time tomorrow, there's going to be a man who's going to show up at the gate of the city. I want you to go and I want you to wait on him. And a lot of people will pass by and I'll say, not that one, not that one, not that one, not that one, not that one. But when you see him, I'll reveal to you that it's him. You just go look. And, and, you, and, and you, you anoint him king of Israel at when I, after I tell you to do what you're going to do with him. And, the, and I love it. That, that, that the prophet, God's preparing it on one end. Don't you know your life? Some of you are freaking out because you can't control everything and you don't know the answers to everything and you don't understand everything. But when you put your life in God's hands while he's working over here with you, in mundane things of flipping burgers, chasing donkeys, or whatever it is, and, and you got all some massive destiny and calling on your life, but here you are just chasing donkeys and going to school and doing stuff. And, you know, it doesn't seem, how can something big happen to me when God has his hand on your life? And while he's working on you, he's got somebody over here that he's whispering in their ear, they have power, they have influence, they can open doors, they can shut doors, and he's whispering in their ear, notice them. It may be a him, it may be a her, notice them. There's a lot of people you're going to meet and pass by, but that one, that one, I really want you to know, see, this is the prophetic journey. The prophetic journey. And 
you're on a prophetic path. God had him on a prophetic path to get him to the right place at the right time. God uses, listen to me carefully, inward motivation. Inward motivation. The fact that the donkeys had been lost was the very thing God used to get him where he was supposed to be. What I'm trying to say to you today is this. The loss you have sometime in life, the losses that you have are the greatest thing that could ever happen to you. Because had you not gone through those losses, you would have never, you would have never left where you were. You would have totally missed the greatness of God's plan. Sometimes we don't understand that the losses of, the, of, of a relationship or the losses of something that was our dream but not God's dream and God's plan and God's timing, but it's actually the losses. It, had he had everything and not lost anything, he had stayed right where he was for the rest of his life. But the fact that something was missing, an inward motivation said, I got to get after whatever this is that I got to get, I got to get. And that's what God used to get him on his prophetic journey. The very losses that you don't understand and you don't get, and why if God loves me, would he let me lose something so valuable? Because he had to get you on his journey. God has you in a, praise God, I feel like preaching now. I feel help coming, I really do. I don't need your help now. I'm ready, I feel it coming. The Lord says to tell somebody, God has you on a setup. What feels like a loss, the donkey's leaving you. And that's what he was, a donkey. That's what she was, a donkey or whatever. Tomorrow, about this time, he's coming. Don't worry about the donkeys is what the prophet said to him. As soon as he got there, he said, now, first of all, what you're looking for I got it. Three days ago, God had what you were chasing after. That's not a problem. He just used the loss in your life. He's going to restore what you've lost. He's, he's going to give you much more than what you lost in, in, the, in the letdown. I promise you, he's got more. Exceedingly abundantly above all that you could ask or think. And his will is right, and the Holy Spirit is right, and the will of God for your life is right, and your emotions are wrong. And the prophet said, I love what he said. He said, But before I give you the word of the Lord for the rest of your life, come home with me and eat with me. Come, and before you partake, you've got to eat what the prophet is cooking. You're not going to get it unless you get to eating what the prophet is cooking. He came and he ate, and the food from the prophet, and then the prophet poured oil on him and anointed him. Think of this. He's chasing donkeys. 
but he comes home with a kingdom. He's chasing donkeys, but his prophetic journey is so ordered of the Lord that he comes home with the oil from the most mightiest prophet, arguably, in the history of the nation of Israel. Do you know what the Bible said about Samuel? Not one of his words fell to the ground. And your Bible said that the dogs wouldn't bark when he opened his mouth. When he opened his mouth, even the dogs shut up and put their tail by and backed up in the corner because the man of God is, and if he says it, not one word of his is going to fall to the ground. And here's this boy out chasing donkeys and God had such a plan for his life that he pours the oil and says, you will be, I know you don't feel like it. I know you think it's beyond you. I know you think it's too big for you, but that's kind of how God always does it. He never chooses qualified people. He chooses people whom he chooses. You're a chosen vessel. The fact you're sitting in here today, you're a chosen vessel. And I'm glad you lost what you lost because you wouldn't be where you are right now if you had everything you wanted in life. But the, man, I feel this thing. But the fact that God trusted you to launch you and get you going, what he starts, he's going to finish. And if you just keep eating what I'm cooking, because I'm your little prophet today, I don't want to be like those people in that church. I'm not ready to receive it. I'm not through cooking it. You understand when you begin to eat what the prophet is cooking, that God has you on a journey. If everything went your way, you wouldn't be here right now. Sometimes the tough times become the best times because God had you on a prophetic journey. You were looking for donkeys, but God can allow you to go through things so that you will come home with a kingdom of righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost, anointed by God for his purpose and his glory. The donkeys were found three days ago, the prophet said. And if ever we need those sensitized ears, we can't, God can't speak if we don't hear. And we have to have sensitized ears. I'm telling you, I hear a breakthrough is coming. I have, I have, I have been with the Lord this week. I'm bold to tell you that. And I'm telling you, my ears have been sensitized and I hear things and the power, listen to this. The, the, the amazing thing about prophecy is prophecy puts you there before you get there. Prophecy puts you there before it happens. And what I heard this week is breakthrough is coming. I heard the Lord say something this week that I want to speak over your life and you need to eat what this little prophet, I'm, I'm not a prophet, but I mean, I'm under a prophetic anointing. You understand that? There's prophetic messages. There's messages and there's prophetic messages. Like, like, like you, can, you can preach a message on adultery. Let me give you an example on adultery. 
And then there's a prophetic word on adultery. Let me explain the difference. Adultery is a man cheating on his wife or a woman cheating on her husband. But a prophetic word would be four rows up and three seats in. Do you understand the difference now? I am not here playing games with a sermon this morning that I microwaved into, you know, some old drink. I have come today with a specific word for specific people, and I'm telling you that here's the word I keep hearing. My ear sensitized heard this word. Something big is about to happen. Now you got to eat what the prophet could. But if that goes off in you concerning your family, concerning God's will, concerning our nation, concerning the world, concerning the harvest and souls, something big is about to happen. God's getting ready to break out on the left and the right in America. God is getting ready to send a spirit outpouring on our sons. And our daughters. I've got, a, I've got them on a prophetic journey and they've been through hell. They've been raised without fathers. They've been addicted. They messed up and then twisted sexually. But I'm going to anoint them. I'm going to raise them. And I'm going to use them. Eat what the prophet is cooking right now and it'll come to your house. It'll come to your children. It'll come to your life, teenager, young person, 20-something, 30-something. But what I say to you is this. I saw it and I heard it. And I know deep in my knower, and I'm like that, I'm, I feel like Sam, and when it starts, when I see it come on the horizon, you know, the moment he, out of all those hundreds and thousands of people passing through the gates of that massive city, God showed him one. I'll know it when I see it. And I don't think it's way out there. It's starting here. It's starting now. It's starting in the hearts of a generation. Orphaned hearts. Broken dreams. Addicted and hurt and shameful and beat up. But God says, the reason hell's tried to destroy you with eating disorders and with depression and with, with addiction and with sexual... You know, you, you thought that would fulfill you and then it just left you so empty. Then... The enemy piles on with shame and guilt and regret. But God says, it was never about the donkeys. I'm going to use the fact that you chase donkeys to, to order your steps now. And I got people waiting. I got the right people waiting on you. I've already whispered in their ear and they're looking for you. And when you come on the horizon, God's plan is going to be done. God's will is going to be done in your life. Kingdom Connection is a soul-winning ministry that is reaching the world through broadcasting, expanding into new church campuses, and global acts of compassion. 
By using the technology of today to fulfill the Great Commission, we are able to connect with countless people and reach hundreds of thousands of lives. Our broadcast connects with people like you all around the world with messages that speak to them. Our ministry exists to help build a connection for strengthening your faith and living out your God-given purpose. And our missions and relief work help connect you to desperate situations, showing the love of Christ through global acts of compassion. We feel the time is right and God is leading us to grow, and that only happens when you partner with us through Connection Partnership. With as little as a dollar a day, you'll be helping us reach further than we've ever been before. To become a part of this ministry and enjoy exclusive partner benefits, visit us online at jensenfranklin.org. Hope starts with you. Together, we can do something incredible for the kingdom of God. Your support helps us preach the gospel to over 200 nations around the globe, produce inspirational resources, and continue support for outreach projects. All donations received through a campaign are subject to redirection at the discretion of the organization.